turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to Sideline Sanity, another episode with me, Michelle Tafoya, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There has never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Go to LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. Find out why this is the company that I trust. They'll answer all your questions. Uh, this is this is a great time to to invest. So let's think about that. But let's think about this. We've got a real treat for you today. James Patterson, the best-selling author in the history of the universe, basically, and Mike Lupica, a Hall of Fame sports writer. They have collaborated on a new book called The House of Wolves, which incorporates sports, media, power, family struggle. I mean, it's all the stuff of like Succession, if you watch that show. Yellowstone, if you watch that show, which if you don't, you might want to start recording that. This book is so juicy and so good that some people are kind of afraid to, oh, are we going to upset the NFL? Published the dang book and they did. And they have been out on a tour, Lupica and Patterson, and speaking in front of audiences and people clamoring, when are you going to write the next one? When are you going to write this, the sequel? What's coming next for this wolf family? It's fun stuff. And what a treat to have these two iconic writers together on Sideline Sanity. I am so fired up. This is one of my favorite interviews, and you're going to really enjoy it. You'll laugh. You won't cry. And that's the good news. Stay tuned. It's right after this. For nearly three decades, she's reported the action from the sidelines. She started very young. She's covered the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and the college football and basketball national championships. And now, during these insane times in our world, Michelle Tafoya thinks we need a serious dose of sanity. This is Sideline Sanity with your host, one of the sanest people on planet Earth, Michelle Tafoya. Well, here they are. What what a duo. Mike Luke, Lupica and James Patterson. James has given me permission to call him Jim. And with that, Jim, I'm going to start with a story that Mike thinks will set the, the groundwork here, will lay the groundwork for a very fruitful conversation. All right. Your this wife was a, your wife was a swimmer at Wisconsin, right? She was. Okay. All American. Well, four years in a row. That's impressive. What event? Uh, she was a sprinter. Okay. Wow. All right, so she could kick all of our asses, but here's here's the thing. So I know you're not a big Michigan fan then, and I you know, I tend to be not. My husband went to Minnesota. We were at a Minnesota football game. We were this was at the old Metrodome. We were in a suite. We had a bunch of people contribute to get into this suite, and I decided I would be the sober one who would drive everyone home. Okay. But at one point in the game, some Michigan fans who were sitting just below our suite started 
harassing us and climbing up into the suite, at which point I grabbed a partially filled cup of beer and threw it at the Michigan fan. Okay, so you fit right in with House of Wolves. It's perfect. (laughs) Well, you You are you are you are Jenny in in terms of this interview. You are Jenny. I love it. And you Jenny Wolf, you clearly know how to promote a book because you got it right to the book. Uh, All right. How did you two? Find what do you each think other? we're here for? <laughs> we're honored. We're honored. Also, the other thing I, I, I want to poke at, you know, Stephen A., he has a book coming out this, this week. Yeah. He was afraid to come out the same week that we came out. And he he was afraid. Be. Last week he could have, but he didn't. He was afraid. Mike yeah. knows it. We've he talked should about be. it. He should yeah. be. Your book is going to just crush it. Um, I'm curious as how you two found each other to do this. Well, well, the curiosity is really why we found each other and then stayed together. Okay, (laughs) so Mike Lupica and I met on the set of the Sports Reporters. Gosh, it seems so long ago. On ESPN Sunday mornings, used to have the Sports Reporters, and that's where Mike and I met. I have to say, you've held up a lot better than Mike. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that as a compliment, although, Mike, I think you look pretty good. He's about to become a grandfather. He looks decent for a grandpa, don't you think, Jim? Yeah. No, when when we got together, which is about two years ago, he had he had black hair. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, my hair was just so um, you yeah. aged him is what you're saying. Uh, Michelle, how, Mike, you, how did you two connect on this book? We met in a bar. I'm, I'm, Seriously? I'm, yeah. yeah. In fact, I was yeah. going to try to say that you and I met in a bar. But and we talked about James Joyce and, you know, Dostoevsky and stuff like that. And then uh, we got around to, you know, a little more serious stuff. And we we wrote a, one book and then we, we decided we'd do something about these 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 crazy, powerful families um, um, who are dysfunctional, like like the show Yellowstone, yeah, and and the Succession, that kind of family, or the Royals, you know, the royal family, where yeah. you know, like I mean, here's you know, last last week actually Prince Harry's book and House of Wolves came out the same week, and you know, I mean, so he got slapped, he, his brother slapped slapped him around a little bit, yeah. and his yeah. dad doesn't talk to him. That's nothing compared to the royal family. <laughs> That's nothing. And you, wow. Michelle, Jenny, the hero of our book. Um, that's that, you know, that's why our wives like the book. Okay. I can't, you know, people need to get their hands on this book because you, as you deftly compare it to Yellowstone and succession two of the most popular shows on TV, why? So this wolf family owns a bunch of stuff. Are, is this family modeled really after those two series or did you pick a, a real life sports family to model this after Mike? Well, Michelle, I mean, God, we've been hanging around sports owners for a long time, okay? And so you yeah, have the have. dysfunction in the bus family after Dr. Jerry died. And and you know everything, all the drama yeah. with the DeBartolos and the Yorks after Eddie lost the 49ers, who might win the Super Bowl this year. And, I mean, even in New York, our, our great friend James Dolan um, – is, I don't know if you know this, Michelle, he now uses facial recognition so he knows that people he doesn't like are entering uh, yeah, Madison Mike cannot get into Madison Square Garden, <laughs> and I can't get in just because I'm Mike's friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm done there, too, then. Okay, that's right. He does use that facial recognition. People have gotten thrown out. Yes. So, and- th- I mean, this makes for, for really rich territory. Well, we got asked yeah. last week. Jim got asked. Well, they own in San Francisco. They the, the 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 Wolf family. They own the newspaper and they own the NFL team. Actually, we were asked in an interview, and the mob is involved in the book a little bit too. 
And and when somebody asked about the mob, I said, are you talking about the NFL owners? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. All right. So the fact, Lupica, that they own a newspaper, that intrigues me because that seems to be a very political twist to this thing, as many publications have become political these days. Is is that the intention there? No. The intention was we wanted just a powerful media family. And, and you know, we both know what's happened to the newspaper business. And so it has diminished. But it is still a powerful voice in this city and and uh, and in the state as well. And and the old man wanted it to be, um, uh, you know, more conservative. And and but when when things don't go well with the family empire, and without spoiling too much of the book, let's just say that perhaps our main character ends up theoretically ends up in charge of everything. Her brother, who's the publisher and editor of the newspaper goes after her way harder than anybody else in town. He puts her on the front. He's less interested in politics than in, than bopping his sister in the paper. Okay. This is so juicy. I just, I just love this. All right. When we, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I want to find out the mechanics of this, how two authors who have been so successful independently of one, independent of one another, come together and make this happen. We'll talk about that. I'm going to warn you not to go there, but okay. I'm going there. We'll be right back. So you may feel like, gosh, my dollar just isn't going as far these days. Well, it's not. (laughs) Don't be in denial about it. It's real. No matter what anyone tells you, it is real. Inflation is here. A recession may be right around the corner, although I think we already had one. But again, people didn't want you to know it. But what you do need to know is how gold and silver can fit into your portfolio so that your long-term play is a smart one and one that can endure all these fluctuations in the market, can endure all these fluctuations in the dollar. See, gold and silver provide a hedge against inflation and protect against a weakening dollar. And that's why you need to get in touch with Legacy Precious Metals. They are the only company that I trust when investing in gold and silver. And they can tell you all about what this takes. How much do you need to invest? How little can you get away with investing in precious metals and still have it make a difference? You can speak to one of their IRA experts, and I would do it soon because remember 2008? We're getting a lot of comparisons these days to 2008, and there's a reason for that. But back in 2008, those who invested in gold saw significant gains and others lost their retirements. So do this while you've got time. Call them, speak to an IRA expert at Legacy Precious Metals. Here's the phone number, 866-528-1903. You want that again? 866-528-1903. Or you can download their free investor's guide at LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. Okay, Jim, let's start with you. Clearly, you've collaborated. You, you, you have an empire in publishing. So you go and you pick up this little known Mike Lupica and you say, I'm going to throw you a bone, Mike, and we'll write to you. Yeah. But logistically, how does it work? How, do you just Well, I mean, he was sitting ideas? at the bar and he looked so sad there. He was at the <laughs> bar and I just walked up and I, 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 I recognized him. Yeah. from sports reporters. And I, I you know, put an arm around them and we started talking. And I just said, you know, 
why don't we do something together? You know how it is sometimes you just want to give somebody a hand. And, that was so sweet. That's the way it kind of but, – but, but this thing, we, we both like the idea of, uh, of, of this powerful family thing. So that's got us into that book. But how do we work together? Why does yeah. it work? It, it really doesn't work. But, you know, Mike, you can maybe <laughs> tell her why it doesn't work. You know, yeah. we just did a tour, and, 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 and we were in, in a car, and, and I called my agent, and I said, you have to get me out of here now. <laughs> and I try, literally tried to jump out of the car while it was moving, but they had child locks on the back doors oh, because of Mike God. and I were back there. It's true. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, so he I can drive you crazy. Yeah, 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 Mike. I'm sitting next to him, and I, I hear him say to his very powerful agent, get me out of here, at which point I say, I'm here. I can hear you both. And then, you know, he actually did. The car was still moving. And Jim was he was trying to get away from me. And, and I'm saying, but, Jim, the book's going extremely well. Don't, don't do anything that could jeopardize this book. I have nothing against the book, Mike. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Nothing against the book, Mike. So, but seriously, can you give us any background? Okay, now I'm going to start, Mike, with you okay. as to how two writers find ideas and mesh them and then write a manuscript without, you know, I guess killing each other or with, with saying my idea is better than yours. How does that work? Well, here, let me just start here, okay? With with Jim Patterson, I've never said my idea is better than yours. Let's, let's just you know, let, let's just make that clear. <laughs> but we've never had a fight. We talk, we talk about um, six, it's sad, six or eight times a day on the phone. And about four o'clock, I'll call and I say, I swear, this is my last call about the book. But what if we do this? And he goes, perfect. <laughs> And 15 minutes later, he'll go back and say, well, wait, maybe we don't want to do this. Maybe we want to do that. And then two more calls after that, we're done. Jim makes a great point. I'll let him explain it to you. You look at any good television show, and there's a writer's room. There's a writer's room. Yeah. We just happen to have yeah. our own two-man writing room. And I'm telling you, we're two guys in the same lane. It's just it, – yeah. People it's seem to think it's so odd. I mean, you, you look at – in, in all fields, you know, uh, Lennon and McCartney, uh, uh, playwrights, Gilbert and Sullivan, etc. There, there's a lot of, of, of collaboration going on in the world. In fact, if, if the world is going to be saved someday, it's going to be because we learn how to collaborate as well, people. Good point. Yeah. But uh, um, the collaborate, it just isn't that weird. And, and, and you know, I, and we've, it's been perfect, actually. And it was the same thing. I mean, I was different, but it's similar. No problems with President Clinton when I did a couple books with him. And then with Dolly Parton. No, no problems, no issues, no fights. Well, who could uh, fight with fight? Who could fight with Dolly Parton though? Really, I, I could. I could you? Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So this opens. I didn't, but I could, and she could. She's tough. Dolly's oh. Dolly's Dolly's tougher than Mike for sure. Oh, I believe it. I mean, she's, I don't know. She's yeah. one of equal, my idols. Equal. So, so Jim, does this? open itself to a series this wolf family are is there the availability for future we could do we could do another we have uh later this year another thing jane smith jane is i think the best book the best character either one of us created and we love house of wolves even better than your jenny michelle um <laughs> but jane and jane will be a series and uh, there's already a, a, a we can't get into who it is, but a Hollywood star is already glommed onto this thing. A, a woman. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, you know, so th- that one, that one is there'll be at least three Jane books. Okay, so J- Jane, I-, I know we were supposed to be talking about the wolves, and the book is House of Wolves, and you should get it. Everyone who's listening, you should get it. It's it- look at these two fine authors. But l- since you you dropped that little tidbit about Jane Lupic, I'm mm. going to try you. Can you give us any kind of hint about who this Hollywood yeah. star might be? Oh, who the Hollywood star uh, might be? Um, she's award-winning. She's really that's famous. Okay. She's <laughs> really famous. Yeah, she's an award winner. Yeah, that's absolutely. it. That's as okay. far as we're going. Okay. She is that award- narrows the field. Award. We won't say what it? award, but you know there are a lot of awards out there. Okay. Oh, this is so fascinating. I can't yeah. wait until this all, all right. it, it unfolds, and and I can say I talked to them about this, and now it all makes sense. <laughs> Um, but but you do think there's another wolf family in you, perhaps? Yeah. I know. Oh yeah, we, we could definitely do another wolf. Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah, All Michelle, right. uh, we've been so pleased. Yeah. Again, we just came off the road. We're, sometimes we're doing two cities a day, and we actually did have an awful lot of fun. And we're speaking in front of four and five hundred people every night about this book, and they've all got the book. So it was it was a blast. But we were it, we found it so heartwarming. Everybody is saying every stop. Is there going to be another one? And we we hadn't really thought about oh. it that way, but everybody yeah. is already saying we want another book about Jenny. You know, and, and the thing of it is, I mean, look, it's been a tough couple of years and last week was tough and whatever. And we all need entertainment. I mean, pretty much every night my wife and I go like, is there is there a show we can watch for an hour? Is there totally. anything decent or yeah. books or books? And I, I will promise anybody listening there's a 99% chance you're really going to like this book a lot and tell people about it. 95%, 95% I'm going with. Yeah, right. it, and it really is a fun, entertaining, you know, lots of twists and turns and all that stuff. Well, here's the other thing that happens when a book like this comes out and it's successful. And again, you've already referenced Yellowstone and succession kind of look, this family makes them look tame. So the television content, it, Netflix, everyone, they're screaming for more content. Would this be a candidate for something like that? Sure. And if the Netflix people are watching, we're open. We're right. uh, we, we we really haven't taken it too seriously to Hollywood yet. Okay. Uh, well, how come? Um, I was just letting it all heat up a little bit. Okay. Let's okay. The, other, the other trick with this winning we can't tell you who it is. At you know, we've been dealing with that. And, and but yeah. that's by right. That's, way, I'm sure. Yeah. Really the other thing yeah. about this book and and why it 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 it's a little trickier out there is. All of these buyers are afraid of the NFL. The NFL should embrace this because it's so positive about women, uh, which they need. There and they may know. not realize that in case the commissioner is watching. Um, <laughs> we'll forward and we do have another commissioner in the book. It's not him. It's okay. not him. Um, but, but yeah, but, but this is the, 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 the uh, yeah, that's enough. It's enough. Oh, with the okay. Benefit. All right. I I can't leave in without asking you this because you sort of referenced this and, and, and my husband and I do the same thing. I'll start with you, Jim, and then Mike, you. So when you do look for that entertainment outside of books, when you go to television, what's, what's been your favorite? What, what do you like to sink your teeth into? What do you think has been good television in the last year or so? Uh, well, we mentioned, you know, uh, Yellowstone, which we 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 enjoy. I, I'm continue to be addicted to um, um, uh, what the hell is Blue, Blue Bloods? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is sort of a nice, sort of fits back into (laughs) the way I looked at the world a little bit. Yeah. Mike? uh, Mike, you? Well, Jim and I have a shared passion for Law & Order SVU. It's like comfort food on television for yeah. me to watch every incarnate. And we love, we do love what. Now, do you watch Yellowstone, Michelle? Religiously. Okay. Because I've been saying on and the 1883 and 1923, and all, they've done, I think it's tremendous stuff. I'm, I'm just. That, that writer is really, really good. And he doesn't have a writer's room, he writes it all. That I didn't know. Mayor That's a, Kingston, wow. He yeah. does too. He doesn't write all of those, but he does. He does Mayor Kingston, and he does the uh, King of Tulsa with uh, Stallone. Right, um, which I haven't he, delved into. He's Mike amazing. Did. It's pretty good. Stallone actually is a neighbor down here in Florida. And, Are you name dropper? Uh, he's good. I know. So what? <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> no. We're actually we're actually friendly. It's nice, and uh, he it's a good role for him. He's very good, at, and he actually admits in in the show he's like seventy five or whatever he is, something like that. Good for him. Anyone, anyone that's uh, you know older than me that has a resurgence, I'm all about it. Okay, hey, Mike, Michelle, you didn't say what you liked. What Michelle, you, what you're I love, yeah. Yellow, I love Yellowstone, but here's the thing: whatever you do, don't end up in the train station. Okay, don't end up in the train station. <laughs> your life, Michelle, if your life has taken you to the train station in Yellowstone, you yeah. have you have taken a wrong turn. I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah. I, I I appreciate that tremendous life advice. Uh, the two of you are a treat to talk to, and I hope that when this Jane stuff starts happening, you'll Ooh, come yeah. back because I'd love to. Uh, no, we will. I'd we're, love we're. to follow through. All right, he is James Patterson. He is Mike Lupica, and you can see that this collaboration—they're having a lot of fun. I think, yeah. even though and you're Michelle Jenny Tafoya. There we go. <laughs> I, I'll take it. I'll take it. Guys, thanks so much for joining Thank us. You. This, is, this has been Sideline Sanity. Don't forget to be brave and do some good out there. Always a good day when Charles Thorngren of Legacy Precious Metals can join us and answer some really different questions. And I thought of a few new ones for you, Charles, if that's okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm fascinated and we hear so much about gold and silver and, and precious metals. So if I could just ask this broad question, what is the role of gold mm. in a portfolio? Great question. And when we look at that, and the answer to that is, has a couple of different features to it. It depends on the individual, but its main purpose is the insurance policy for your finances. It is meant to be the foundation by which you do all other things, right? We know that gold and silver um, have an inverse relationship to the dollar. Um, It protects your purchasing power. So when we invest, that's what we're saying. We want to make sure that we have the ability to manage our money and have our money do what we need it to do for us. It's not the collection of dollars for dollar's sake, but for what it does for us, how we pay our bills, how we retire how we feed our family, how we uh, go on and bless others and, and donate to causes we believe in. That's what money does for us. It's not the dollar itself. It's the thing it provides for us. And what gold does is make sure that that money continues to have purchasing value. Because there are times we find that, hey, my money doesn't have the same purchasing Absolutely. value it had last month. Absolutely. And, and this is a unique time. We're seeing it 
I, I this term called hyperinflation, which usually refers to, you know, inflation in the 18s and 20 percent. I consider this a time of hyperinflation because it's so much more than what we're normally used to. Right. When we prepare and we budget and we say, this is the course of my life and this is how I'm going to do things. This is where I'm going to put my money. We use some basic numbers, two to three percent inflation. That's what the Fed says is good. But that's not even great. Over a lifetime, that's a lot of inflationary loss to your dollar. But when you have a period where it jumps to the points where we're at now, and we're in the eight and a half, nine is going to be into the double digits soon in this shorter time frame, that's a hyperinflation situation to me because it throws everything off dynamically and so, so radically. You do, you do see us going into double digits, huh? Absolutely. The Fed even sees us going into double digits. You know, there was a, an interesting report where one of the, the Fed chairmen were saying 2023, we're not going to talk about that. But in 2024, by summer, we may be able to start to drop the interest rates. When someone tells me they're in charge of something, but they say this new year that's coming, just forget about that completely. We're not even going to talk about that. That's a bad sign. <laughs> they don't want you to think about it. Exactly. They don't. They want you to look past it and sort of ride it, ride it off right now. Just don't even think yeah. about it. It's going to be bad. But hey, 2024, though, you know, and interestingly enough, right around the time of an election, they want to start talking about what they're going to do. Isn't that fascinating? That timing is just really interesting. Before I we finish up here, I, I'm always fascinated with how gold is priced. How, how do we get a price of gold? You know, the spot price of gold is really determined by the world market. The London Bullion Exchange, right? And this has been for hundreds of years now, um, sets a price and the rest of the world revolves around that. Now, our currency will determine how much more than it is in the pound and things like that. And there's a calculation for it. But that's one of the great things about gold and silver. Their value is recognized around the world. No matter what currency, what country you're in, it has value. Uh, I just recently come back from a trip where I was overseas not that long ago, and I bring gold with me everywhere I go. Um, not a lot, so don't try to catch me in the airport. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I have something that is valuable no matter where I'm at. I can go anywhere in any country and turn that into its currency in no time at all. You're talking about carrying around physical gold. Absolutely. Really. Absolutely. You, you, you How walk much around is with safe dollars? to carry around if you're well? No, you're right. So if and and that gold is going to have the same uh, value across the board, no matter no matter where I go, slight right? Because very slight deviations, yeah. but it's not very large. Okay. You know, usually less than one yeah. percent difference in the price. This is really interesting. I, I can't let you go before I ask you this because I'm picturing you now walking around with some <laughs> you know, gold coins in your pocket. I'm thinking, wow, that would feel risky. But when you go into another country, for instance, with some gold, how easy is it for you to go say, here, I want to exchange this for, or, you know, I'm assuming you're not going to a restaurant and slapping down a gold no. bullion or something. No. But you could overseas. In certain places of the world, they recognize that just like regular currency. Wow. But I wouldn't use but, gold. But it's easy to ch exchange once you get to another country? Yeah. Just very easy. Most of the time you can do it at the airport. Same places where they change currency. A lot of them will change uh, metals too. And is physical bullion the, the, the best way to go? It is. It really is. When you're traveling or always in any investment in gold? Uh, 
you know, there's certain things you can do outside of just bullion that may make sense once you've laid a portfolio down, right? Um, diversity in metals is important too, but your basis for all investments should be your basic bullion, whether it's gold or silver. You want to have that foundation set in the base metal itself, giving you the most value that you can get. And obviously every person's situation is unique. So why not just call and speak to an IRA expert at Legacy Precious Metals, 866-528-1903, 866-528-1903. Or they can always download your free investor's guide, right? It's true. at LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. Do you have any gold on you right now? I do. Give me half a second. I got to see this. I just want to see. I mean, I, it's, it seems like almost like in the old days when you walk around with that, you know, Mr. Scrooge and his gold coins in his pocket. Not that you're Can you sort of turn it around and show us that? That's Now, for our listeners, they're not going to be able to, 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 to see what we're seeing. But you've got a little container. And they're just they're kind of the size of half dollars, right? Yeah, just about a half dollar. And this is, this is the American Gold Eagle. And this is... Uh, $22,000 worth of metal. Yikes. Charles isn't messing around <laughs> and neither are we, but please go get your questions answered. This is such an important time to be thinking about your money, your long-term play in addition to every short-term concern that you have. Charles, always good to talk to you. Thank you so My much. My pleasure. And you know what? 2023 is coming. Call now, find out <laughs> so you can make your decisions for, before then. Yes. And before the elections again, yes. and they can, tell us what they're going to tell us then they're, they're telling you to overlook 2023 that means you now's the time to inquire Absolutely. again legacypminvestments.com charles thorngren always good to see you thank you